Hi, I'm Josh McDonald. And I'm Miranda Maturi, and we are Hand Therapy Academy. We're going to talk today about how to protect your hands as a therapist, because you're going to be using them for the rest or all of your career, how to make sure that you don't end up with the same injuries that our patients come in with all the time. Yeah, and I feel like this is a topic we get a fair amount of questions um, um, through our chats and our emails, so I feel like this is something that um, hopefully will benefit a lot of therapists. Yeah. And so the the big thing that most people ask about is their thumbs. How do I protect my thumbs or my thumbs are starting to hurt and I'm so young as a therapist? One of the things I think we have to be aware of early on, we know body mechanics, we know joint preservation, we know all those things. But when we're all starting out as new grads and new therapists, when we're in our mid-20s, we're all pretty invincible and we're not so sure we're ever going to get those injuries. And it's not even on our radar because we don't have pain. It's not until we do have pain that we're trying to get out of it. So Ideally, you're hearing this and thinking, I'm going to be proactive about it and follow all those things I tell my patients before I have pain. Yeah. So I think these could be things like I know as hand therapists, we do a lot of splinting. So making sure you have good scissors, um, making sure you're not cutting the material when it's super hard, right? We do the stretch and tag, but there's a time when you cut it when it's still soft, right? So doing that, um, I think wearing, you know, you can wear some nighttime splints if you have CMC problems. Um, but if you don't have those yet, also just having a good, good strength overall, right? Like making sure those proximal muscles are strong so that you're using those more than the smaller muscles in your hand. Yeah. Watching for joint mechanics. Uh, we talk to our patients uh, when they come in with advanced CMC arthritis and they have that zigzag collapse, making sure that when you're pushing on a patient that you're not pushing with a collapsed thumb, you're pushing with stable CMC arch and MCP arch and IP arch and using good stability there, but also using other structures to work those soft tissues. So if you're working on a small scar piece, grab a tool, grab ice, um, instrument-assisted soft tissue, something like that. You can use other parts of your hand and your surfaces and structures so you aren't constantly loading the same structures all the time and having that repetitive onset. Right. And then also, like, sometimes we reach across these big tables, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll tell my students and even myself, I'll just go sit by the patient. It's so much easier than me, like, reaching across with my shoulders up high, you know, when you can get your arms closer into your body and do some of these things for one, you're a lot stronger, and two, um, you have much better biomechanics. Sometimes it's just a matter of asking that patient to scoot forwards. You know, they, they're, I don't know if they're relaxed, they're chilling out, they're having a great hand massage or what, but they want to sit back and I'm leaning two thirds of the way over this table. I'll say, hey, can you scoot forwards for me? Let's get you a little bit mm -hmm. more, let's get a little closer to the table there so that you are closer to your center mass and you're not reaching as we're causing back pain and working on our posture. A lot of us sit on rolling stools with no back all day. Be mindful of your posture and not just kind of sagging and collapsing on ligaments all day. Mm -hmm. That's a good one as well. I think, like you said, though, getting good tools, you know, making sure that you have everything you need in your clinic and you're not using your thumbs for a lot of manual therapy. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's hard because I think we feel with our thumbs, right? We can feel for fascial adhesions and stuff like that. But also um, you can get some of that feedback through some of the tools as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think for those patients who maybe are starting to have some onset of pain, uh, Miranda mentioned wearing night splints. It can also be effective to wear splints during your treatment. I know there's a lot of therapists out there that are big fans of uh, like the silver ring splint style. There's other manufacturers out there too that make them um, that are those CMC support that prevent hyperextension and hold that thumb in a little bit better position, but look a little better than maybe and wear longer, uh, last longer than maybe some of our CMC support splints that we'll wear. I've seen some push metagrips on therapists before. So 
those may be helpful on the early side before you develop some chronic problems to help support that joint if you don't have that integrity of strength inherent. And then also, I think one thing that patients really like that we can do that makes us better as well is do the exercises with the patient, right? So if they're doing CMC stabilization exercises, instead of you like talking to them about something else, you could be demonstrating it and showing them and then you're actually doing the exercise while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. And and that's good motivation for them, but also keeps our hands mobile and loose and stable and yeah, good all around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think another thing as a new therapist that I didn't really appreciate that much was how quickly my hands will dry out from all the hand sanitizer and hand washing. <laughs> so I say for those, when that happens, make sure you are using a good massage cream or lotion when you're working with your patients. Cause not only what does it make your job easier, it saves your hands from getting those cracks and really drying out. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough for me, my elbows are always dry and cracking. So every once in a while I'll go through just from leaning on the table all day. I don't know what it is, but I need to work on putting lotion on my elbows. I feel like that's not a normal thing. (laughs) Yeah. That does seem a little odd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the things that I'd like to see more of our young therapists doing to help keep themselves healthy is doing strength training outside the clinic, doing their own not just exercising, yoga is fantastic, running is fantastic, but specifically doing strength training, establishing grip strength, low back and, and midline stability and shoulder strength. Because if you're working with shoulders and elbows and leaning over tables and working with your hands, having a good base of strength helps buffer you against joint instability. Yeah, I think that's, I would say that is probably the number one tip that from everything that I've done, even when I was a new grad, I remember my thumbs would kind of hurt. But as soon as I got stronger and started doing stuff, it was so much better. Yeah. Right. So, and it was just a matter of improving my strength through doing um, like weightlifting and things like that. But then also doing, you know, I think just doing the job of hand therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been in some courses where it was mixed PTOT and the instructor was a PT and he gave the, the hand therapist in the room some flack for like, oh, all you guys do is sit in a rolling stool. Well, we do kind of sit for most of our day. So we need to get up and get active and get out there and strength train. It's good to go for hikes. It's good to go for runs, but do something where you're increasing the tensile strength of your muscles. Your bone density is going to be better. That's a good long-term health thing. We tell our patients to do some strength training. We should too. Yeah. And that's another one you can do with your patients, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If they're doing planks, do a plank with them. If you're some weights with them. Absolutely. You know, take turns with them on the pulleys, whatever it is on the strength, strength pulleys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I will oftentimes tell patients if I'm working on, let's say a right bicep repair or something like that, and they're doing something with strengthening on one side, I'll say, well, this one's resting. Go ahead and do the other side. I know the other side's stronger, but do the same weight just to get some crossover. So it's good to just do general whole body strength training. It's it's never a miss. You're not going to get bulky by doing some light strength training stuff. Um, no one's going to look like a, a favorite computer by you know going to the gym and doing yeah. some strength training. And I just feel like over time with us having like more computer jobs and more cell phones, we just in general are not as active as we used to be. And our st- we don't just don't have nearly as much strength, I think, as what we'd have. So I think like if you're looking at the grip strength norms, they seem really high compared to um, maybe what we're seeing now in the clinic, right? Like our youth is not as strong um, as what it was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're talking about strength training as a base, but watching for joint preservation and joint mechanics and watching for your posture and using 
tools and activity modification and joint preservation, all those things we preach to our patients, we need to be doing for ourselves also. Yep. All right. I think that wraps it up. If you have questions, you can email us at info at Hand Therapy Academy or check us out online at handtherapyacademy.com.